0: to another episode of The Big Loser here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where I chronicle my journey through the bariatric program at the Humber River Regional Hospital here in uh, Toronto. I am your host Victor Gouveia and remember if you like what you're about to hear Uh, Hit that like button and definitely share it with your friends and family, especially if you think they can benefit from anything that's said here. And definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, If you don't like YouTube, you can follow our Facebook page, uh, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Or you can follow us on Twitter at blindwhos. That's B-L-I-N-D-W-H-O-S-E. Additionally, we do have our podcast up and running. Uh, You can subscribe to that podcast. And coming soon, the Big Loser podcast, where you can subscribe just to this one show or any other show that you might enjoy uh, on its own. But as I said, the main podcast, Who Blind Life Is It Anyway?, is out and on various platforms, wherever you like to hear your podcast. Additionally, if you have any questions about uh, anything I say in this program, if you want clarification, uh, or if you just want to give me shit for saying something wrong, by all means, leave them in the comment section below, or send me an email, anyway? at gmail.com. And I will attempt to make you feel better, uh, if at all possible. Having said that, so we're on week seven. I did not present an episode last week, mostly because we were still up in the air as to what was going to happen. I did not get clear for uh, clearance, rather, to uh actually attend the seminar or the classes uh, while being shunted over to the surgical union. And for those who are just joining us for the first time, I am in a bariatric program at the Humber river regional hospital here in Toronto, uh, the West end of Toronto, Northwest end. And um This is a common uh, surgery or uh, a common program found all over Ontario. I'm not sure if other provinces in Canada have a similar uh, program um, or if your state or country has it, depending on where you're watching this or listening to this program. Um, All I know is that in Ontario, we have a huge network of various hospitals uh, covering the major metropolitan areas of the province of Ontario and hooked in with the uh, health card system, the health system. And the program is free of charge. However, there are certain costs associated with that. If you want to know what those costs are, please check out any one of the episodes that I previously aired, Uh, probably from one to about three. Yeah, I think I talked about it there. Anyway, so here we are. We're on, uh, I finally got the... uh, I finally got the word. Um, I was contacted by the surgical unit. Um, and again, I said this on our last episode. I really don't see any major issue with my attending the classes. The fact is, it's done by virtual, it is completely virtual on the GoTo platform. Uh, Go to meeting platform that is, and uh, it's not like they have a limit of people who can attend. Uh, the last time, the last time I heard, and this was from the uh, the host mouth, was that there are about two hundred people attending. Personally, I did not see those two hundred people uh in the room at the same time as me uh but uh, there were quite a number and there were several guys too uh they were just the really quiet ones of the bunch so we've uh, we've essentially done uh, as i said there was issues with my medication i was uh kind of on the fence between which doctor to follow advice from, my endocrinologist or the doctor running the bariatric program. My thinking was that the endocrinologist is treating the symptom, whereas the bariatric program doctor is treating the disease. In other words, The endocrinologist treats your diabetes, and the diabetes is what's caused by your excessive weight. Having said that, the other doctor is trying to bring my weight down, which will will lessen, if not eliminate, most of my health problems. Now, I say that because these procedures aren't 100% uh, measurable, so to speak. In other words, you can't just say every person is going to lose uh, all their health problems because that wouldn't be right to say, especially with me where I have uh, kidney problems. I'm having kidney malfunction. I'm in the process of it. So um, it's safe to say I may have a kidney transplant in my near future. Hopefully my daughter will give one up. Um, If not my daughter, then my wife will. Except I don't think her and I are the same blood type. But my daughter will give me a kidney. I mean, she only needs the one. Okay, she says she doesn't know about that, but I have a feeling she will. She loves me, you know. So, anyway, having said all of that, I was attending the non-surgical part of the bariatric program. That is, your diet is completely substituted with a shake. It's called an Optifast shake, O-P-T-I-F-A-S-T shake. It's made by Nestle, uh, the same guys who make iced tea and and uh, Nestle Toll House cookies. I'm sure you Americans are familiar with ne- Nestle Toll House cookies. I mean, come on. Anyway they make apparently this shake that has not only been, um, formulated to meet all of your dietary needs, but it's also been formulated to help your body lose weight. Uh, there's quite a bit of fiber in this shake, uh, quite a bit of protein and, uh, You make the shake using water. It has to be cold water, but water nonetheless. Uh, I guess if you wanted to add some more calories, you could add milk. Uh, Personally, I prefer to to add coffee, uh, instant coffee. Uh, Beggars can't be choosers, of course. But I did add instant coffee, and it turned out to be quite good. So if you're looking for that kind of thing, you can. Uh, The Optifast Shake, I'm afraid, is only available in two flavors, that being vanilla or chocolate. Uh, So you can have that vanilla coffee, uh, or you can have that chocolate-slash-mocha coffee, um, but you can't have any other flavor. Personally, I was hoping for something savory Because at the end of the day, a body needs salt. So that wasn't the case. So I chose the vanilla is better because I can mix vanilla with other things. Uh, Whether it be uh, non-caloric fruit juice, um, zero-calorie fruit juice, um. Uh, well, coffee uh, Vanilla extract, that sort of thing um, But I can mix it in with a lot of things Chocolate, not so much Well, I guess I could mix it in with With uh, Unsweetened, low-caloric fruit juice But, I mean, why would I want that? Fruit juice with chocolate? No, that's just not right. So, anyway, that's what I did. I ordered a huge box of uh the Optifast vanilla shake, and uh it worked out pretty good for the first while. Um, however, my doctor told me to stop some medications. Uh, because apparently this medication was quote unquote contraindicated. I know that's a big word for people. Contraindicated means that people who take this medication may have adverse effects with the Optifast, Optifast, um, uh, I don't know, recipe really? or makeup. I don't know what you'd call it, but um. Apparently that was the case. I went to my endocrinologist because I had an appointment with him about a week later. And I told him what the bariatric doctor said, how I had to stop the particular medication. And my endocrinologist said, you don't have to do that. Um. Okay, so I'm thinking. Well, who do I listen to? On top of everything, each doctor was telling me that you know, if you're not going to listen to me, what's the point in coming? Well, like I said, that's at what po- At that point, I spoke to my wife. Uh, I spoke to my uh, family doctor, my GP, and. All of us agreed that, you know, handling the disease is far more important than handling the symptom. So I am going to follow the bariatric program's uh, doctor's advice, and I'm going to cut out the medication and all that stuff. Um, However, there was a bit of a hiccup there. When I did tell the doctor that I was going to be continuing the four shakes a day instead of the two that he prescribed, uh, things got a little bit dicey when I told him I hadn't stopped the Jardians or the medication I was supposed to uh, stop. And uh, he got a little peeved at that. And that's when we had our serious conversation and we decided that surgery was the way to go. Now, our program today is talking about that surgery. Uh, also known as the gastric bypass. And... Um, But the most common name for the procedure is the Roux-en-Y. That's R-U-X. Sorry, no, uh, R-O-U-X-E-N-Y. And that is done because of the shape of your... um, Well, your bariatric system, once the procedure is done, it actually looks like a Y. So, the first part of the surgery I've already had. There are two parts to the surgery. The first part I've already had back in 2007, and the problem then was that I didn't get the proper bariatric aftercare. So as a result, I didn't lose all the weight I should have lost. Having said that, I am in line if I wanted to, if I had the desire to go with the second part of the surgery. That is where they directly connect your stuff into the small intestine. Now, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I was under the impression that they connected it directly to the large intestine, but apparently that's not so. It gets connected to your small intestine, and uh, your body, as a result, absorbs less calories and less nutrients from the food you eat. Which kind of leads me to our first Um, downside of this surgery. uh, You're going to have to buy vitamins for the rest of your life and take them. Uh, Because you will not derive any satisfactory amount of vitamins and nutrients from your own food. Because, well, there simply won't be enough of it. So, you are going to have to take a multivitamin uh, along with, uh, I believe, uh, something about potassium and... Um, I forget. Anyway, there's, there, there's a whole host of vitamins that you're going to have to take. Since I take 150 vitamins now, it's not going to make a huge difference in my life. So... That's the one downside So The first part of the surgery Involves creating a small pouch Out of the stomach They cut off a part A huge part of the stomach And make it essentially The size of your thumb Or rather my thumb Thanks Uh Or rather, my thumb, uh, a male thumb, and uh, that pouch is sewn directly into the small intestine. Now, there's a valve at that spot, which is supposed to keep everything in the stomach for a while so that. Foods can digest. Foods can be um, eroded with stomach acids um, and bile and stuff like that. So they can pass through your system easier. Um, Going straight into the small intestine, it does not have that. You'll still be producing bile and stomach acids. However, you won't see as much of them. As much of it, rather. Uh, And your food won't get as much of it. That also means that there's a section of the small intestine that runs from the stomach through the gallbladder and into the uh, rest of the small intestine. That's called the duodenum. And the duodenum is the second part of this surgery, which is called the duodenal switch, or as it's commonly pronounced, the duodenal switch, and that's when a tube is connected to the small intestine, a second tube, I should say, is connected to the small intestine or the duodenum, uh, so that the stomach acids and the uh bile from your gallbladder get mixed in and go down to the small intestine where it well i don't know so i guess softens your food uh so that you can actually have a shit in the morning or in the afternoon i don't know whenever you're on schedule and uh As I said, because it goes straight into the small intestine, uh, it it doesn't get absorbed as readily as uh, the amount of food you take. Now, that is not the cure-all to all obesity. You also have to change behaviors. Uh, Do not... Uh, eat high-calorie foods, and by high-calorie I mean deep-fried chicken. Um, what else? Uh, KFC, uh, McDonald's, uh, and yes, I don't, I don't, I don't care that they've got a healthier choice. I really don't. Um, You can have a six inch sub from Subway or Quiznos, uh, that sort of thing. Those are always healthy alternatives. I had one today where I had a tuna sub. I mean, it was great, I loved it. So, um, so there's that. That also leads me into the Second um, issue with this surgery, and that is the valve that I spoke of earlier can get clogged. You heard it. It can actually get clogged. Similar to getting constipated, Clogging of the valve means that food does not readily go down. So not only are you losing the the low amount of nutrients you're going to get from that food, but you're also going to lose all kinds of benefits of the food too. Uh, The fact that you need hydration, let's say. Uh, because you feel nausea you feel uh, vomiting uh, that sort of thing actually I think the term they use at the at the bariatric clinic is purging um, some of you may know of purging from bulimic people bulimic people tend to purge a lot so, actually that was one of my issues back when I had the first part of the surgery i was purging a lot because i was i was so used to eating the way i ate before that i didn't give my smaller stomach a second thought which is the wrong thing to do like i said i knew what i had to eat The only problem is I wasn't in control of how much I was eating. And because I wasn't in control of that, I ate too fast, which caused me to throw shit up. I ate too quick, which caused me to throw shit up. And... I lost my taste for coffee for a while. I should say that, for a while. And that's the other issue that comes with this surgery. Apparently, there are some foods you will not be able to eat and or drink. In other words, you cannot have ibuprofen anymore. So, if you are a woman and you have a monthly period, you may be used to taking Advil and or Motrin, which you will never be able to do again. I know, Motrin and Advil are a common uh, medication for PMS. And that's not going to be possible anymore. As well, they're talking about us not drinking anything with straws to it. Um, They're also talking about coffee not being one of the possible foods I may be able to have. Now, I should say I may be able to have because I don't actually know for a fact. Uh, we do have our introductory introductory session uh, that's going to be coming up next week at some point. Um, and it's basically an orientation to the program uh, because actually I didn't get one. Uh, I was so busy trying to get into the room that I couldn't get into... I didn't get into the content of the meeting. So here we are at the point where I am waiting to be seen by the surgeon. Um, I am waiting to be seen by the anesthesiologist and I'm gonna be doing some blood tests, obviously. Uh, in the near future, because if I'm going to do that surgery, they're going to need updated blood work. And that's not an issue. So, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, So we're at this uh, point in time where we have to wait for that orientation session and um, presumably they're going to make a whole bunch of appointments with me uh, see a surgeon, the anesthesiologist, blah, 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 at which point I'll be ready to go. Now, there are two methods of doing the surgery. Uh, The most uncommon one is the straight incision down the belly. And that's where they do everything by hand. Uh, The second way of doing it, and it's the more common way of doing it, is laparoscopically. That's where they drill a few holes in your stomach and a big hole where they insert the camera so they can see what they're doing. And, uh, well, it's like playing video games and they play inside your stomach. It's amazing what these things can do. Excuse me. But having said that, healing time is much more quicker uh the chance of infection is much more uh mitigated than with actual uh incision surgery um but that's not to say that some things don't ever happen because they do every once in a while you will find yourself uh With an infection of some kind at the site or sites, uh, which should be treated. Oh, excuse me. I seem to be gagging on something, which should be treated right away. Because you do not want to go septic. I mean, you just made this huge drastic change in your body. To lose some weight, which you probably have not seen since you were a kid. And here you go getting all septic. That's a big no no in my book. So you wanna look out for that. And I'm just trying to think of what I forgot. Well, recovery depends on the doctor. Uh, With a normal sighted person, this is day surgery. Uh, With me, they kept me for about five days. Uh, Mostly because I was home alone uh, with a three-year-old kid. Sorry, four-year-old kid, five. Five two 2007 she was five years old I was home with a five year old kid And she was going to school or daycare Kindergarten at that time And uh, my wife was off working most of the day And could not be here for me To look out if I fainted Or anything like that So they decided to keep me in for the five days so they can monitor me to make sure there were no side effects to the surgery. Speaking of side effects, they include perforation of the stomach, stomach lining, uh, acid reflux, uh, gallstones, and various other issues And the common ones, you know, that come with any surgery You know, blood clots, that sort of thing um, However, the benefits of the surgery Are that 90% of you, up to 100% ninety-two up to 100% of your uh, medical issues Will be negated in other words, goodbye diabetes, goodbye high blood pressure, goodbye CPAP machine. If you're if you have sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, I'll go into that on another show. And uh, yeah, I mean that they say that stuff all goes away. And everyone I've talked to who has had this surgery, uh. Seems to corroborate that fact That they've gone from 16 medications a day To just one And if You know If my experience Is anything to go by After my first surgery A lot of my medications Went down as well as a lot of my health problems. Because I was not on a course to start insulin anytime soon. But now I was for this this show, or this program, uh, sorry, this part in my life. And... Um, I'm sorry, for some reason I'm having trouble thinking. But I'll I'll get better at this somehow. Anyway, uh so yeah, there we are. Um I don't know what's going to happen next week. Uh as I said, next week I have the orientation. Uh they did send me some forms to fill out and an actual handbook on bariatric surgery. Um, presu- presumably, that's got all my an- all my questions and answers. Uh, however, I am I do have some extra questions that may not be addressed in that book. And as I learn the answers to these questions, I will let you guys in on it at some point In the near future Or near Yeah future episodes So I want to thank you for joining me this week On The Big Loser uh, Remember to join us tomorrow uh, On the Friday Film Feature Where I review the first Movie of our Oscar Nominees Belfast Um and did it deserve the Oscar nomination? Did it deserve the Oscar? Uh, and then, of course, there's Learning Together. And our host of shows on Saturday. Blind Handyman, Blind Like Me. Uh, the, the Braille, no, not Braille. Wow, I can't even remember my show's names anymore. I must be losing it or something. Maybe my sugars are low. I don't know. Uh, the blind perspective, that's it, okay? Don't, don't look at me that way. Look, don't look at me that way. It happens to everybody. Okay, more so more than anyone else. Well, yeah, more so with me than anyone else, but it happens. The blind perspective and snap on Saturday nights, and uh, don't forget to tune into Monica's show on Sunday. Uh, who is what is Monica's show? Art, yeah, the afternoon radio theater Sunday. So. Again, I do apologize for not broadcasting last week on this show. Uh, However, there was really nothing to report because we were still in a holding pattern. Uh, But they have essentially said that I cannot continue with the classes on one side uh, and be on the surgical program as well. I have to be either on one or the other. And that's cool. I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh, A lot of what they were covering, I already knew. There were some things that I wanted to uh, cover that weren't, uh, that I've never heard before. For example, uh, exercise and metabolism. Exercise and dietary components. I mean, there are certain things, uh, as well as weights and measures. We did have did buy a talking cal- um, scale at one point, and it's sitting around here somewhere. And once I start measuring my food, it should be easy to use. Well, it should be. I say that with a grain of salt because. Everything that's supposed to be easy to use is not so easy. But I will not comment before we open the the product. And uh, I will just say this. We're on track. Or rather, we're back on track. So again, thanks for joining me on this episode of The Big Loser. Uh, make sure to tune in next week where I will continue the, uh, my journey through the bariatric program at the Humber River Regional Hospital. And, uh, I'll let you guys in on, uh, everything that happens. So guys, thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.